Welcome to episode 51. This is the end of the second week on talking about the power of your words. I'm going to kind of wrap this up because I want to start talking about something else. But before we get, we need to go to the Gospel of John 1.1. In the beginning was the Word and... The Word was with God and the Word was God. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Spending time in the Word of God is the best way to spend time with God. Welcome to No Doubt, No Fear, Only Believe podcast, where we will encourage, inspire, and empower you to live your best life in Christ. Here's Greg. Welcome to episode 51. This is the last teaching I'm going to do in this series on the power of your spoken words. This has been two straight weeks, and I think we're—I think you get the point that your your words have power, and that the word of God is the most powerful. So, and the reason I'm doing this, and and in the previous episodes, the other series that I started, I think in like thirty thirty one, I talked about the power of the seed and what. You know, the Bible talks about building precept upon precept, and that's kind of what I'm wanting you to do, that as you as you hear me talk and it, you know, think and then share with you, you know, kind of when you're reading the Bible on your own and when you're in the Word of God, you can kind of see the pattern, you know, like the seed, like the planted seed, and that there's a there's season, seed time and harvest, and that there's you know, there's power in the spoken word. And you can kind of, when you're reading it, you can see what people say, and then you can see what happens after they say it. And I, you know, and I just kind of want to get you thinking because it, it, it all ties in together and it really is. We have the most powerful God father, not Godfather, but the, the most powerful father in the world and in the universe and it's father God. And when I was trying to figure out how I was going to tie all this together, God took me to, and it's kind of it's kind of cool how he does this. I was researching another episode, and I just opened up to the Bible, and, you know, in a close to around the chapter when I was in Numbers, and God showed me, he reminded me through his word. You know, and when I say God showed me and remind, you know, I, I don't always hear, and, and you're probably not always going to hear an audible voice. Or, I mean, I've never heard an audible voice like what you're hearing over the, you know, the episode here, this podcast, but it, it's all, it's in my, it's in my head when I hear something, when God quote speaks to me, it is in, it's me speaking to me, if that makes sense. And I'm going to talk about, I promise you, I keep bringing this up, but I've, I'm not to the point where I want to talk, where I can, where I can do it justice on how, but I just want you to know that there are voices. <laughs> there's voices inside of my head, but there's voices also inside of your. Every time you talk to you inside your head, I don't believe that is always you. I believe Satan uses that your voice box, and I believe God will use that voice box inside of your head. But I wasn't even going to talk about that again. This is another. If you've listened to me, it's a rabbit that I just start chasing. But, you know, you don't want to be – Mona says that you don't want to be up in my head. She says it's a very lonely place up there. But inside of my head, there's stuff going on, and it, and as I'm, as I'm talking and as I'm thinking, I want to share with you kind of what's going on in my head. So maybe if, if every now and then it's the voice of God, maybe you can hear it because <laughs> I don't know if I can. But anyway, enough of that. I, I, God took me to Numbers. 
And this was when Moses was in the wilderness with the children of Israel. They're in their 40-year walkabout. And, and again, we, talk, we already talked about it for the 40 days that the spies were out there. There were 40 years. They had to spend 40 years. And so Moses was in charge of leading the people of Israel. And, you know, when you lead millions of people, you know, they're going to get hungry. You know, they're going to they're gonna do what people do. You know, you eat, and then you have to go to the bathroom. I'm sure there were, you know, they had to dig latrines or outhouses or whatever. I, I mean, I wasn't there, but, you know, that, that stuff happens after you eat. But you also have to have water. And I'm told, you know, you, I've heard that you can go 40 days without eating and it not harm you. You know, that's why Jesus fasted 40 days. They say that on the 41st day that you start, you know, you start devouring yourself and doing damage that you can't repair. So that's why the 40 days, I think there's no, there's not a bigger fast than 40 days. But again, I'm not prepared to talk about that, but I wanted to, I wanted to go to where Moses was told with the rod. And this is in Exodus. It's in Exodus 17 verse five. And the Lord said to Moses, Go on before the people and take with you some of the elders of Israel. Also take your in your hand your rod with which you struck the river and go. Behold, I will stand before you there on the rock of Horeb and you shall strike the rock and the water will come out of it that the people may drink. And Moses did so in the sight of the elders of Israel. So I want you to get a picture. You got all these people, you know, and they're in the desert. They, you know, they're walking across the desert. There's, you know, again, there wasn't cities there. There weren't village. There weren't any wells dug. These people needed water. And so God was there. He was there getting them. He knew they needed water. He said, hey, take that staff you got, the rod that, you know, that you split the Red Sea with and, and hit this rock. And so when he did that, water gushed out. And it and it was enough water, and then I guess it was just continue. Maybe it's a river. I don't know, but it, it there was water that was able to to let all of the Israelites drink. So we're talking a big bucket of water to have all of these people drinking. But uh, you know, so so Moses has a he has this rod. He's got his stick, and he hits the rock. Now I want to go to numbers i want to take you to numbers numbers 20 and we're going to start in verse 6 so moses and aaron went from the presence of the assembly to the door of the tabernacle of meeting and they fell on their faces and the glory of the lord appeared to them then the lord spoke to moses saying take the rod you and your brother aaron gather the congregation together speak to the rock before their eyes and it will yield its water Thus you shall bring water for them out of the rock and give drink to the congregation and their animals. So Moses took the rod from before the Lord as he had commanded. And Moses and Aaron gathered the assembly together before the rock. And he said to them, Hear now, you rebels. Must we bring water for you out of this rock? Then Moses lifted his hand and struck the rock twice with his rod, and water came out abundantly, and the congregation and their animals drank. Then the Lord spoke to Moses and to Aaron, Because you did not believe me to hallow me in the eyes of the children of Israel, therefore you shall not bring this assembly into the land which I have given them. Wow, that's pretty strong. 
And I just want, God was, God used the stick and they used the rod back in Exodus and had Moses hit the rock. But if you read in, in 20, God was wanting to take them to the next level. And, you know, you, you can get things done in your own power in this world. And that's where I want to encourage you. That's where I want, that's where I, I and that's why God is so cool. Cause I was not going to talk about this, but God showed me, God knows the end from the beginning. So this is the end of me speaking on the power of your words. So he showed me this word in his word. And it said, you know, he told Moses, Hey, speak to that rock. And Moses, what did Moses do? Moses hit the rock. And now God had some mercy on Moses because he had to hit the rock twice because he hit the rock the first time and nothing happened. But then when he hit it the second time, water came out. And that's when God said, no, this ain't going to happen. I told you to do this now. And I don't want you to think that God now God has, you know, it, he, God did not have his arms folded back then but, you know, we didn't have the grace of God. Jesus had not come, so he had to deal with people differently in the Old Testament than he does in the New Testament. So, And we're not even going to talk about that right now, but when Moses did not do what God commanded, he was then told by God, hey, you're not going to lead these people into the promised land. So when Moses did not obey the word of the Lord, it cost him more than he probably wanted to pay. So I, I believe that he's been, you know, he was marching around for 40 years and he was probably looking forward to getting, you know, remember they brought those, those grapes on that stick, you know, they had to just a, a cluster of grapes. They had to carry between two men. So I'm sure that he was probably looking forward to eating some of those grapes and getting, you know, getting into the promised land and seeing with his own eyes. But when he disobeyed God, God laid down the law and said, hey, you're not, you're not going to lead these people. So I, I just wanted to tell you, I wanted to show you this example in the word of God that your word has power. And God sometimes wants to move you from the physical realm to the spiritual realm. And you have to do that with faith-filled words. And he was trying to move Moses from hitting the rock with his with the rod now the rod had power in it and it had worked before and it worked again but it just didn't work the way god wanted it or had instructed moses you know the water was there but god wanted to show the people that moses could do it with just the spoken word and i think that would have taken the people of israel to a different level in their faith walk and that was the step that god wanted moses to take i believe and when he didn't do it, he was not invited to the promised land. Now, he got he got to spend the rest of his time, and he's in heaven, and we'll be able to talk to him and visit with him. But I think that God was trying to make a point, and he was trying to help me finish up this series with this point because I was trying to figure out how to pull all this together. And I think the point is we need to start using our faith-filled words to change things in our life and to, and to break open the dam, there's water, just the living water is just ready to, to flow. Eh, maybe that's not it. But anyway, thanks for listening. I do appreciate you being a part of this podcast, and I look forward to visiting with you next week. 
Thanks for listening to the No Doubt, No Fear, Only Believe podcast at www.nodoubtonlybelieve.com.